Welcome. 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 Welcome to Baseball Mainly. Baseball Mainly. Baseball Mainly. Baseball Mainly. Welcome to Baseball Mainly. Hey, welcome to this edition of Baseball Mainly. I was going to say special edition, but every edition of Baseball Mainly is special. Yeah. And with us today, as uh, as usual, is my one of my favorite photographers. <gasps> Your Next wife to is my here? wife. Oh, I was about <laughs> to say. Is Corey Sir Patrick Stewart. I thought we were going to get some news that Corey surpassed. His Stewart? No, Cor- his wife as the favorite photographer. Oh. No, no, she'll always be my favorite photographer. <laughs> yeah. She's my favorite in so many categories. That's good. Uh, and she's very talented. Hi, but, Donna. But you did a great job. Re- really great job. We oh, had a thanks. special event last night. Thank you. You were taking all kinds of photos, and you got me in some of them. I did. I, I feel like Steve Martin you are the, and the well, jerk. Well, you man. are the I, most photogenic person ever. No wonder oh, Donna so likes kind. taking did, pictures did of you. Did you get any pictures of Jimmy Hoffa? One, did, did but but, no, but never, then the but then the FBI and the CIA <laughs> both came in and they shut that down. Well, he never oh. actually made it into the building. They got him in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> and with us today too is uh, uh, Ethan, the Statman Pearlman. How's it going? We got some cool stuff to talk about today, don't we? We do. We do. I am. Uh, I'm. I, you know, I don't want to say that that I'm an expert because I'm not. I told I told Ethan yesterday two guys were going to make the hall, mm-hmm. just two of uh, mm-hmm. you know they were talking about you know Schilling getting in and mm-hmm. and uh, you know uh, Clemens or mm-hmm. whoever, and I said just the two. It's going to be Walker, mm-hmm. and it's certainly you know it's going to be Sir the the King Derek Jeter. Yeah, but that mm, we'll get to that in a second. But yeah, no, he got in. That's good. Mm-hmm. Well, and uh, did anybody happen to see what Larry Walker tweeted out uh, a few hours before the announcement? That he didn't think he was going to make He's it. He's like, yeah, this is going to be another year. I have a feeling I'm going to fall short, but I want to thank all my supporters. You know, I'm not too disappointed that I won't get in. And then, you know, the, the announcement comes and he gets in and he, he genuinely looked completely shocked. Yeah, it's even, great. Even though all the analysts were saying this is Larry Walker's year to get in, he didn't believe anybody that he was going to get in. Hmm. Which was, hmm. you know, I didn't because he played uh, in the National League. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize how good he was. You know, I looked at uh, I looked at his numbers mm-hmm. numerically. This guy, he he's a stud. Yeah, I mean, uh, seven time Gold Glove, five time mm-hmm. All Star. MVP in 97, three batting titles, played right field. Uh, let's see, he uh, had a 965 OPS, which mm-hmm. is the, I think, 14th all-time for OPS. Yeah. Uh, I'm impressed by the batting average. On base percentage, 400. Mm-hmm. Batting average, lifetime, 313. His war is better, slightly better, not much, but slightly better than Jeter's. Yeah. More home runs than Jeter, hit 383 home runs. Mm-hmm. Look at that RBI total. Better on base. Look at that RBI total. Well, they're the exact look, same, yeah. Jeter and him. Yeah. Now, both guys, great players, deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, sure. But it just shows you the difference between playing in, in markets like uh, Montreal, mm-hmm. Denver, mm-hmm. uh, and St. Louis yep. versus playing your whole career in New York. Yeah. 
you know, it makes a difference because I'm sure a majority of these writers, if they're not in New York, they're getting a lot of the feed out of New mm -hmm. York, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, Larry Walker, man, incredible numbers. I didn't realize that he was that good. Yeah. Now, he was a right fielder. Let's compare him a little bit to Al Kaline. Okay. Right fielder. 18-time All-Star, Al Kaline. Walker, five times. Ten-time gold gloves, Walker, seven. Uh, 158th all-time in OPS, Al Kaline. Walker, 14th. 855 OPS for Kaline. Mm -hmm. 965 OPS for Walker. 297 batting average K-line, 313 Walker. 276 on-base percentage, 400 for Walker. And uh, however, K-line's war was 92.8 and Walker's was 72.7. Mm -hmm. K-line hit 399 home runs. Walker hit 383. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, Pretty close, yeah, pretty close to each other. Obviously, there's no doubt K-Line belongs in the hall. Of course. I'm just surprised with these kind of numbers mm -hmm. that it took Walker this long. Yeah. Well, I mean, in different eras, too. I mean, it's uh, – you, you got to look at, you know, the 90s were good baseball. I mean, you were you were seeing a lot of, of great baseball players. And, uh, well, I think, a, I think an argument could be made for – the era of K-Line mm -hmm. being a tougher era. Sure. In that the major leagues weren't as diluted as they are today, right? Yeah, diluted Maybe. is a very soft word to use well, they in have, today's baseball. Well, I don't mean it in any way other than uh -huh. more players sure. in the league. Mm -hmm. So, you know, in, in K-Line's day, it had to be, you know, the cream of the crop. Today yeah. it's the cream of the crop plus. Mm -hmm. and, and not to say there's no one in the major leagues who isn't good. No. I mean, let's. Yeah. I mean, you could be a guy. Well, you could be Ronnie well, Rodriguez. Ronnie okay. Rodriguez is <laughs> okay. a great baseball player relative to today's major league. Corey, I like your face. Probably not. He said great. I know. I loved your reaction. To I'm that. talking about baseball skills, ability to, to do things that very few human beings can do. Hit a 95 mile an hour fastball that's down the middle, right? I, I, For, are, I, we're talking I, about I, Ronnie? I, Wait a minute. I, I'm just talking about. Everybody in the major leagues mm -hmm. uh -huh. has exceptional skills. Yes. Yeah. But in 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 yesteryear when there were only a few teams, mm -hmm. it was the guys who had exceptional skills that were above the pack. Sure. I think the major leagues are more diluted today. So sure. I, I got I got a trivia question when it comes to Larry Walker. Larry Walker is from Canada. He's a Canadian born major leaguer. How many Canadians are in the Hall of Fame? Before, I should say, before Walker is inducted. I have no idea, but I would guess four or five. Yeah, very low for me. Like, it, not above ten. Only one other Canadian-born player is in the Hall of Fame, and that is Fergie Jenkins, inducted back in 1981. Oh, I forgot he was Canadian. So, More Larry Canadians. Walker will become the second player to be inducted that was Canadian-born. And you notice it was right after the passage of the trade deal with Mexico and Canada. Hmm. So maybe that had something to do with it. Wow. <laughs> hey, Walker has great numbers. Mm -hmm. Yep. Great player. And I'm going to have to go back and watch some video of Walker mm -hmm. to get a real appreciation. I, I had a buddy of mine that I met um, 
through a trip to Israel who, born and raised in, well, I don't know if he was born in Colorado, but he, he had been living in Colorado for a long time. And he would talk with me about why isn't Larry Walker in the Hall of Fame and this and that. And at the time, I was reading a book by Keith Law, I believe. It was all in the analyticals of baseball. Mm-hmm. And I'm reading through it, and I'm like, well, if you go off of what this book is saying, he'll eventually get into the Hall of Fame, whether it's after, you know, before his 10 years are up or when he goes to the senior committee. He'll get in because they'll look at the analytical side and they'll say, of course he belongs. But the the unfortunate fact was he played 10 years in Colorado, and people believe your numbers in Colorado are always going to be inflated mm-hmm. because of the atmosphere. Right. Um, and unfortunately, that, I think, played a role in it taking him 10 years to get in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and by that thinking, anybody that played in that division of baseball, yep. a certain percentage of their stats should be discounted, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, right now, no offense, I love Nolan Arenado. He might not be a first ballot Hall of Famer because people are going to say, well, what were his stats away from Coors Field versus at Coors Field? Sure. Well, let's uh, let's let's talk a little bit about Derek, Derek mm-hmm. Jeter, Mr. Kalamazoo. I mean, there's a guy uh, people thought might be unanimous, and he almost was. Yeah. Corey, why didn't you vote for him? I didn't realize I had a vote. You what? were you were <laughs> bet you. You were ballot number three hundred and ninety-seven. I why didn't get didn't that you in vote? the mail. Did, Nobody called me. <laughs> did Jeter deserve to be? Yes. 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 Really? Yes. yes. Hands down. 20 seasons. Five-time mm-hmm. World Series. Five-time Silver Slugger. The numbers are proven. 310 batting average. Mm-hmm. 13. Mm-hmm. Over 1,300, uh, you know, RBIs, ribbies. 260 for a guy of his stature. 260 home runs. I mean... The man has surpassed hits. He has been a captain. He kept his nose clean. He was the face of New York for 20 seasons I am, over Mariano Rivera. I am willing to say, and I believe this, so there's no way to prove it, mm-hmm. if Derek Jeter had played in Detroit that would have been very career, interesting for his whole career, he might not even have been a first ballot. I, I, I slightly disagree with that, and only for one he main reason. He certainly wouldn't have gotten as many votes. I, I'm not. I'm not sure of that. And the only reason why I say this is we think about in other sports specifically, but you think and you take a look at players that play for a professional team in their home state in which they were born and raised. Yeah. Perfect example: LeBron James. Sure. When he went down to Miami, he really wasn't the the pinnacle of that team. The no, he had the, you team, had to build around him. The pinnacle of that team was Dwayne Wade, mm-hmm. and it always would be because Dwayne Wade was the the, the sign of this, you know, Miami Heat. When LeBron went back to Cleveland, they they embraced him because he, he is one of their own. And I feel like with Came Derek home. Jeter, if Derek Jeter played for the Tigers his whole career, it would have been that and more because of how much Jeter did totally. for, the, for the game of baseball, period. Remember, he was going to go to Mich- U of M mm-hmm. on a basketball scholarship, yep. too. I mean, he's a Michigan boy. Look, I, I as think... much as he says that he was yeah. born in New York, but he's really he his roots yeah, stay no. in Michigan. I don't want to give you the impression I don't think Jeter oh, belongs, no, right. belongs in or belongs mm-hmm. sure. in with high accolades. Uh-huh. But I, I'm telling you, Derek Jeter was always protected in the lineup. Yeah, always. Sure. Okay. 
Derek Jeter played in the biggest sports market mm-hmm. in the country. Sure. Yeah. And and had a lot of people see him. Sure. And because of that, it really helped him. Sure, but who says that that wouldn't have happened in Detroit? I mean, that mm-hmm. could have changed a lot of things. If you brought Derek yeah. Jeter in and they had the stats from him coming out of high school on that, don't you think maybe the Tigers would have maybe tried to build a little bit around him during those years here? I'm not saying five World Series in, in Detroit, but I'm, nice. I'm thinking probably contenders for a little bit longer than what they had in the 90s. If if Because they couldn't even build around Cecil Fielder during that time. If we had time. pulled Trammell out and put Jeter in in the same kind of era, mm-hmm. uh, I, I don't think Jeter's numbers would be quite as good. And I, I also don't think he would have made as many World Series. Right? Probably wouldn't have made the main Tram- World Series. Trammell got to one World Series. But the Yankees built around Jeter. They built a good lineup. They had great pitching through all yeah. those years. I mean, Andy Pettit, you had, you know. Uh, well, it, does, it doesn't hurt that, you know, they got A-Rod. Yeah. And then A-Rod was A-Rod. A-Rod was but A-Rod. unfortunately, then you find out A-Rod was A-Rod. Plus, some special... Juice to make him more A Rod, uh-huh. um, and that that's an interesting thing actually because MLB Network put out a an article who will be the next unanimous Hall of Famer, mm-hmm. and the three names they have listed for that will all be on the ballot I believe starting in 2022. Mm-hmm. It will be very very interesting because all three people I believe will get into the Hall of Fame eventually, whether they're first ballot or not. I don't think any of them will be unanimous because of issues in the past. Alex Rodriguez, Carlos Beltran, and uh, David Ortiz. Ortiz, Ortiz, definitely. Ortiz has the chance to. They all have a chance to be first ballot. Uh-huh. I don't think any of them have a chance to be one hundred percent unanimous. No, none of them. Well, with Beltran though. With Beltran, now you got this whole other thing you have to take into yeah, account. Yeah, because I mean, thing. I mean, because he was still you a do. player then. You when, do. When it's a I don't think he'd be unanimous. I think he's a Hall of Famer, but I don't yeah. think he's unanimous. And you, and what people have to remember is a, you have to take him as a player versus yes, he was going to be a manager. Sure. But those two things you get into the Hall of Fame for separately. Yeah. And a person who I'm surprised isn't in the Hall of Fame as a manager, and I didn't realize this until I was reading this article, is uh, Jim Leland. Jim Leland is not in the Hall of Fame. Is he eligible? He he is. I believe he is eligible. The only thing that I saw in this article, though, was that they predict, and I'm going to go back and find it, but they predict he will be in the Hall of Fame because um, they, they went through the whole decade. Who's going to make sure. the Hall of Fame by you know each year? And I believe it was like 2025. Do managers go into the Hall of Fame with specific teams or just as managers in general? I I think they go in as managers, but they can pick which, but like a player, they pick which hat. Got they it. Don. I would say he's probably going to go with Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Yeah. I was going to say he's probably going to go with Pittsburgh if he goes mm-hmm. in as a Hall of Famer. Yeah. But no, that's very interesting that Jim's not in there. Um, deserved because he is a hell of a manager. Um, Certainly knows how to fix problems, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Back to Jeter, though. Like one vote. Where was this guy at? How do you know it wasn't a woman? Who knows? Guy or girl. whoever, it's, whomever. They probably wrote. They probably write for a Boston newspaper, and you're just sick of hearing. Wow, Jeter's name. because it's just unanimous, and Mariano Rivera mm-hmm. unanimous as a relief pitcher. 
starting off as a starting pitcher and couldn't make it as a starting pitcher, but then came in as a relief pitcher and became one of the most dominant relief pitchers or closers in the league. But a shortstop to play for 20 seasons with the New York Yankees to help them win World Series, to be a leader, to be a face of baseball during his time as a baseball player, you... Hands down, I would have conversations with my father saying, Jeter's, a, even when he was still playing early on, hands down, got to be unanimous, hands down. And to him to squeak, it's, if he missed a few votes, I would have been like, okay, maybe they weren't really believing that. But one, one, one vote. Oh, it's so unnerving. Let me throw some names at you. Willie Mays. Unanimous? Mm-hmm. No, you the, don't only, think? the only unanimous person is Mariana Rivera. No, I know, but okay. I, in my – what are you asking? You're just giving yeah, me a name? Yeah, let's talk about people that should have been unanimous. Yeah. Hank Aaron. Unanimous. Should have been. Wasn't. Yeah. You know, it's, it, it, there's only one guy that's ever been unanimous. What about Jackie Robinson? Jackie Robinson was not unanimous. Mm-hmm. Ty Cobb. Unanimous. Has to be. Ugh. This, the only one guy has been unanimous. And he was a closer. Now, maybe, <laughs> maybe when Cobb went in, wasn't Cobb the first guy in? It may have just been appointed by the sure. uh, museum. I don't know. You're in. You got one vote. That's unanimous. Yeah, well, it's a different, different era. <laughs> I just, it's weird. Well, just that, how here, let me give you another guy who wasn't you know, a first ballot, and this will surprise you. Yogi Berra. Mm-hmm. That's very Well, odd. we talked about that on the last episode. Yeah. Remember, this day in baseball history, it was nobody got in that year, and it was Yogi and Early. Uh, with the two highest voting percentages, and then the next year they both got in. Yeah. And uh, to bring this to Jess, because I know this will make him happy, they believe in 2023, when the Veterans Committee meets again, and Lou Whitaker is back up for um, Hall of Fame candidacy, they believe in 2023 two people will get into the Hall of Fame, David Ortiz and Lou Whitaker. Yeah, I don't know about Whitaker. I hope he does. I think he deserves it. Mm-hmm. Ortiz, if it's just based on how he killed the Tigers. <laughs> Unanimous. <laughs> well, he, he did the same thing with the Yankees. <laughs> David David Ortiz was, and, he destroy, and he destroyed a phone box, was too. Was a prolific power hitter. And you can just think of a few. Mm-hmm. You know, I think of uh, Frank uh, Howard, mm-hmm. yep. uh, Dave Kingman, mm-hmm. uh, Reggie Jackson. Yep. You know, these are guys, you put them in a game, game's on the line. Uh, and you know who I'll, I'll add, not a prolific power hitter, but a guy on the line, Kirk Gibson. Those guys, game on the line, yeah, I want to bat. I, I would even put in somebody who was on the ballots for about, and only got 2.5% was Paul Konerko was a big bruiser. No. Paul Konerko was a big no. bruiser. Not Hall of Fame worthy. Yeah. Well, but Dan I'm just saying, Dickerson as a big, he agrees. was talking about a big bruiser. But, I mean, but yeah. Dan Dickerson, just so you know, Corey, Paul Konerko, I test, he does not pass as a Hall of Famer. Yeah, okay. I, I don't think Konerko's a Hall of Famer, but I didn't like what he did to the Tigers either. <laughs> hey, thanks for joining us. This was a fun, uh, a fun talk about uh, this Hall of Fame class. And thanks for joining us, uh, for Corey, for Ethan, for Angel. I don't know, maybe Steven's back there. God bless you guys. Let's play two.